Hello, everyone. This is the Sassy Southern Yankee Podcast. My name is Debbie Happy Cohen. I am the founder of joybaseliving.com, where we are in love with everything that's related to the healthiest, most wonderful personal development strategies, ideas, philosophies, concepts, relationships, communities, whatever. We've, we, that's what we do. And um, a few couple few months ago, I started the Sassy Southern Yankee podcast as a way of just kind of like setting myself free, unleashed, cussing and everything. And then the corona started and um, I realized that there was going to be a lot of families and kids and parents who haven't spent that much time together ever. And I do have a background as a marriage in marriage and family therapy. Um and I was like, okay, we need Mr. Rogers uh, more than Eddie Murphy at this moment. And uh, <laughs> Michelle's laughing. <laughs> and so um, I, I asked my friend Michelle Stone, who is a wonderful artist and art teacher and who's certified in, uh, she does art, what sort of, she, uh, art therapy. She loves art therapy and she works with people and teaches people on that level and um, she is just amazing. I've known her for about 20 years. And um, so she has joined me. We're in episode 47 right now. And you can find all of our joint episodes at joybaseliving.com. And if you just click Lioness in the main menu, you'll find all of our blog posts, which include these podcasts. And the reason we did it that way is because both of us are visual and artistic and we love like sharing hyperlinks and things like that. So if you're looking for this particular episode, just go to joybaseliving.com, scroll to the bottom and in the search bar type episode 47 and you'll get to see whatever it is we bring up during the episode. I know some of you are listening through iTunes or have found us through Stitcher or we're on all the main platforms. Um, we want to thank you for all of your comments and for your encouragement and for letting us know that we're making a difference in your life. One of our friends wrote to me yesterday night, like at midnight and was like, I just want you to know if you're looking at your stats, like every night, like I, I listen to your, your podcast with Michelle, like each one of each one of them, like three times. <laughs> I was like, Michelle, oh, this is so, so awesome. Um, so in every one of the episodes, we always leave you all with a question. Um, so please feel free to leave us an answer um, because we love the interaction. We love community. We change and transform and learn in community better and faster than in any other way. Um, today we have a really, 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 really special guest. One of my favorite people on the planet. Oh my gosh, I didn't know I was going to get all emotional right now. But um, when I, w I live in Alabama and um, now, but I was born in New York, raised in Miami, and then I lived in Tampa for a bunch of years. And for about 10 of those years, I lived in an apartment that overlooked like a really nice pond and a bridge, and really cute and sweet. And I had a really horrible neighbor upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a really horrible neighbor, and and I do believe in like you know, there's a limit to like how much you can control in the world, but you can certainly put out prayers for what you want. And I started like like doing this like like a mantra of like, I have the most wonderful neighbors in the world. I love my neighbors. I have the <laughs> and like within two months, this guy like moved out and this angel moved in, but I didn't know that it was an angel upstairs until like, I don't know when we met, but um, it was just a few weeks later and she was kind of in between jobs. And, um, and then a few months after that, we had connected with a couple of our other neighbors and I, I had pulled in the parking lot and, and, um, and I was downstairs how did this happen? They were in my apartment. They were in someone's apartment and, Oh, they were in one of the neighbor's apartments and downstairs. And, um, they were listening to a CD together and I didn't know this, but it was cam showers on the CD and it was her singing karaoke. 
And I was like, oh my God, she sounds like Donna. So like, 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 like this is who lived upstairs for me for 10 years. So we were like roommates and she is just one of the kindest, most loving people I have ever met in my life. And I wanted her to come on here tonight because I wanted to honor her gift of who she is as a person and who she is as a musician. And before I let her let even a peep out of her mouth, um, <laughs> because once she starts, I'm probably not going to want to let her stop. Um, Michelle, I would love for you to share with the audience what your interaction with Cam was like today, just to give the audience a sense of what a beautiful human being we have with us here. Okay. Um, so today I reached out to Cam to, to talk about the podcast and set everything up. And so um, we were, we were talking and I was um, asking her about like last night when, when we reached out to her, we asked her for some pictures so we can include them in the blog post. And so when Cam and I were talking earlier, um, you know, I was getting a little bit more information about her, like how long she's lived, where she's lived, and she'll tell you about that and, and you know, that type of thing. And the thing that that just blew me away is, and Cam was like, okay, well, um, and so how do I tell people about you? And I was like, what do you mean? And she goes, you know, when I, when I tell people about, you know, this this um, podcast that we're doing tonight and everything how how am I going to tell you how am I going to tell them about you like where will they find you and immediately I had this warm feeling in my heart I was like oh my goodness listen to this you know <laughs> like and, and I and I told her I was like oh my gosh I am so honored that you asked that so thank you very much mm -hmm. so that was just um yeah, it's just the beginning. Mm -hmm. So, yay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so just to wrap it a little bit into one, of, like in the 12 practices that we practice at Joy Days Living, which you can find if you just type it into our uh, search bar, there, there, are, there are three ways that we can bring healing to ourselves, to our relationships and to the whole world. And we call them healing fields. And they are honor, commitment, and loyalty. Honor, commitment, and loyalty. And I don't know that I've ever met anybody in my life, and I've met a lot of people, who are as honoring from the heart and soul as Cam Showers is. Mm -hmm. and Cam, you still warm my heart, even though we haven't, you haven't had, you know, I used to hear birds pattering on the top of my roof when I moved up to Alabama on the tin roof, and I used to long to have you upstairs singing and doing your scat and doing your little pitter-patter walking around your apartment, <laughs> and I'm glad you're giggling. Um, so, Cam, I, I'm debating right now about whether I ask you to start with just singing a little bit or if I should ask you to speak. Actually, if you're open to it, I'm going to leave it up to you. But if you're open to it, if I could have it all my way, if you could sing just a little bit of When You Wish Upon a Star, I think that the whole world would love that right now. Well, thank you. You're going to get... Thank you so much, ladies. I'm grinning from ear to ear. And that was so precious. Thank you for those wonderful, kind words and and having a conversation with you, um, Michelle, today. Thank you so much. And Debbie, like you said, we're roommates, sisters. So um, uh, it's so many words to describe those, those 12 years that we were neighbors, but instead of saying neighbors, we called ourselves roommates. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I can go ahead and um, would love to go ahead and sing this song to you. When you wish upon a star makes no difference who you are anything your heart 
desire will come to you. Yes. Your heart is in your dreams. No request is too extreme. Where you wish upon a star like dreamers do. Faith is kind. She brings to those who love the sweet fulfillment of their secret longing. Like a boat out of the blue faith steps in and pulls you through you wish upon the star your dreams True. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh my god! <laughs> Where are my tissues? Oh, I, know. I know. I'm crying. I have tears going down my oh. face right now. Holy cow! Bless you. Oh my gosh. I I don't like being speechless in a podcast, but um you know, there were days when I was just starting out, Reach Your Stars, and Cam was upstairs and she was always just so supportive of whatever I was writing or doing workshops for schools or doing corporate seminars or whatever. She was just always like right there, just so supportive. And there were some days I would have like kind of a really rough day and I would call her upstairs and I would ask her to sing for me mm-hmm. and she would and then a couple of times I even called her and said can you come downstairs and Is just that? like like tuck me in just like <laughs> sing a song and just let yourself out <laughs> exactly. and, and she would and she mm-hmm. did and and I remember one day we were with about eight other people and we were floating down this spring on, on tubes and we were, um, it's called Rainbow River yeah. in, in just north of Tampa. And, um, and there was this area of the river that kind of like widened. And so all of our little tubes were just a little bit further apart. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Cam starts belting out the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> okay like I don't think anybody in that uh, nobody will ever forget that for the rest of our life. I still remember who was there I'm like oh my god oh my god so Cam, Cam um, I have a, a few questions that I think pe- people would love to know okay and and one of them is you know for years, because I'm in coaching, you know me, I'm always like digging for like, where did people get their inspiration and their gifts and stuff. And I remember one day I was like, okay, so Cam, where'd you get, where'd you get this gift of your voice that goes right to my soul and makes people like, I used to attend all these like things that you, where you were singing uh-huh. and people would need tissues. I mean, like at weddings and like, you didn't have to be at a funeral. People in the audience would need tissues no matter where you were singing. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, where did you get this voice? And you, then I remember you said to me, well, you know, I was, a, I, I went, I, like, I was like in a choir in church. And I said, <laughs> well, how old were you? And you were like, well, I was like in my twenties. I'm like, no, 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 that voice didn't come from your twenties. Like where did it? And you said, well, I was like a military brat. And then it took a few years, Cam. Mm-hmm. Before, before you actually, I, I don't think you were hiding an answer from me. I think mm-hmm. you just really weren't aware. 
And one day, it, like I think it dawned on you and you said, when I was a baby, mm-hmm. my mom would sing to me and you called it slavery opera. Well, and that's the, I didn't know how to explain the, um, the humming and the moaning. Say more. And, and the, um, the, the utter, uh, deep voice that comes out from, from someone who's singing and yeah. might, you might call it humming some people may refer to it as humming okay. and the the only way to 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 deepen it is from our ancestors like my grandmother used to tell me when they worked in the fields um, that they would actually sing hymns Mm-hmm. while they were picking mm-hmm. cotton and they'll literally a lot of them well I'm not gonna say a lot of them some of them will have a spiritual um, experience why they were worshiping and picking cotton and mm-hmm. and they they were actually some of them would start moaning and singing and to get them through through the day so I kind of was trying to explain the deepness of where some of that came from. Um, and I guess in, in, in conversation and me trying to like, I'm trying to really get you to go there. Yeah, you did. You know, and yeah. it's, it's really that comment is kind of like, what do you call it? Like um, kitchen talk conversation yeah. versus if you go outside the house and say, you know about that slavery moaning there, huh? Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not like in an encyclopedia. That's yes. yes. So, so is this a phrase, slavery opera that you made up or is that, yes, a, that, is I, that like, is that something that your mom would say or agree th- to? That's, that was something I, I said to you because I wanted that. That, that you wanted me to understand yes. it at my soul. Yes. Well, that, I totally got it. Yeah, you did. You did. And and how and how deep it is. And how uh, how deep it. And then after you said it, mm-hmm. do you remember what you did? No. <laughs> my memory. Did, did I do some opera? You did. No, you did something that was so bad. Um, you, you called your mom Oh, and you, you, you didn't, you you didn't tell her that I was listening in and you asked her to sing for you and she did. Was it beautiful? (gasps) And then you told her that I was there. It was one of the most, I will never forget that for the rest of my life yes it was amazing wasn't it she was amazing yeah her voice was amazing Mm -hmm. her love for you like Mm -hmm. she didn't even like she didn't even hesitate no it's like oh yeah of course like Mm -hmm. like it was just hey mom can I have like a bag of potato chips I swear to god it was just like that Yeah. yeah like it was so casual in that way yeah and and yet or like, like I mean that that might sound like dis dis dishonoring somehow, and I don't mean it that way. It mm-hmm. Like it would be like asking a a, a rabbi for a prayer. Mm-hmm. Like they would just do it. Like they yeah. didn't. They're not going to question it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and I I, I love Katie. I, I would love for you to. I, that's your mom, and so. <laughs> I, I'm I'm being so familiar with you that I'm I'm a little bit afraid I'm walking a line there. No, 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 you're fine. Um, so, but I adore her, and she, I would love for you to share a little bit about her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and normally I don't talk about age except when I'm talking about either very young children yeah. who love talking about their age, mm-hmm. or somebody who's like you know almost a hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And one of the mm-hmm. things that we love to talk about at Joy Based Living mm-hmm. is the mindset 
of healthy centenarians, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. who've lived to be a hundred and more. Exactly. And and so like maybe you, I'll I'll share the broad stroke and you can mm-hmm. fill in the details. Like I think your mom is like somewhere in her eighties, and she was yeah. still up until a few months ago mm-hmm. caregiving for somebody who was like a hundred in seven. 107. Yes, I believe that was probably about four years ago. Okay. And his name was Mr. McCulloch. And he was a F, um, he worked for the FBI. Mm-hmm. And I think it was maybe four years ago he passed away. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, three, three years ago he passed away. Yeah. And now mom is, um, she's, she's 85. And every time he went on vacation or his caregiver, was gone he always wanted mom around always Mm. wanted her around and um even when they go on vacation and his caregiver he he wanted her there and one time she was visiting my sister california and mr mccullough said when is kate you know coming back Uh and and she's like she's visiting her her daughter in california he's like she's already been there six weeks <laughs> he was ready for her to come you know to come back and and so he's he's an amazing man he made me some um maryland style crab cakes they were so good i couldn't believe it. I, I think he was about a hundred and probably 102 or three when he made made me those crab cakes yeah, wow. yeah they were awesome yeah, yeah, they were awesome. And and I actually my mom sung a lot in in church and um and I didn't know this, but she would sing around the house and it got on her sister's nerves. You know, like can you quit Kate from all that singing and No yeah, song around wow. the house a lot. So, you know, I I, I got that through you know through her but I was a closet singer for years and um, I sung at church in California uh, Riverside Faith Temple and my friend who I still talk to this day Carolyn Ratcliffe she was over the junior high um, choir and she got me to do my first solo so she's like a big sister to me and um so we still talk to this day and then i joined another choir right after my dad passed away in 93 Mm -hmm. um his only on his deathbed he said um you know he tried to be the best father the best husband and a nice person the only thing he regretted is that he didn't travel as much as he wanted to. Mind you, he was in the Air Force. So <laughs> he traveled a lot, but he wanted, he yearned to do more. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of a, a nice way to pass away to have that only regret, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's when I started being a little bit more aggressive with singing. And then, Debbie, that's when you stepped in and kind of pushed me out there. Um, because I was, you know, when we were neighbors, I was doing the regular, going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home, and no, you know, not having any type of passion in my life. And and you had me do these steps of the things, you know, and it and and I think that's um, the steps. Like, what do you want out of life? And you, I think you told me to write down twenty, and it was the hardest thing, Michelle, to write. Well, it took me a couple of days to do that. And um, one of the things we're singing and you were like, well, you better start, you know, doing it. And I'm like, where am I going to start singing at? And around the corner, there was a karaoke. And I didn't do I didn't do the bars and, you know, because I don't. Right. You don't drink at all. Yeah, I don't drink. Mm -hmm. And um and so, and I was kind of new in Tampa, so I didn't really know the places to go to hear live bands and stuff. So um, I forced myself to go to this karaoke bar. It's called, I don't know if it's still there in Tampa, Old Charlie's off the wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's <laughs> <a hero. laughs> what do you know about that, Michelle? <laughs> 
Yeah, it's been a while, but they're still open. <laughs> Michelle, they have the best grouper uh, fingers there. Oh my gosh, it was so good. So, so okay. I was going there a lot to get, you know, and to to be in front of an audience. And, you know, I was very nervous, very uncomfortable. And, um, but I kept making myself go mm-hmm. back. And then I met some other singers. So that's, that's where, um, because of Debbie that pushed me out there, you know, her encouragement and everything. Cause she, she had to talk to me probably a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months before I actually, you know, like walk into a bar by yourself. It just wasn't something, you know. It was a big deal. It was yeah. really so. I would love to spell out the exercise because it really yes. it wasn't difficult, but for you in that moment, it was very difficult. Was. But the actual exercise itself is quite simple. And so, um, I knew that you were in between jobs, and so I didn't want you to make a list of like twenty things you would love mm-hmm. to do with your life. So mm-hmm. I said, I want you to write twenty things that you've wanted to do for a long time. Mm-hmm. and that are accessible that are e- that you can do yeah. but you just haven't done and exactly like, I remember one of them that you wrote was that you wanted to go to the soul circus which was black like a, yes. a black circus and I never even knew what that was universal and so, soul yes like like mm-hmm. and so I still remember that and so like after you had finished 10 so I said I want you to write a list of 20 because I knew I was gonna I had to stretch you to get the the juice out yes. uh-huh. right and and I didn't want you just at a superficial level of your desires. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. so I, I remember like like after you wrote about ten, you were like, Okay, you knock on my door and you're like, Okay, I got ten. Am I done? And I'm like, No, you have to do twenty. I'm like, give me twenty. I'm like the passion boot camp lady. Yeah. And so so you're like, Oh man. So you went back and you came back with twenty and then and then and it was a big deal. And then you go then you said, well, what do I do now? And I said, well, now you take your calendar and you take one of those things and you put it on your calendar. Mm. And I think you put like the, the, the black circus on there first. Okay. I think, I think you did because it was, it didn't, it wasn't as much of a risk, you know, and yeah. it was right around the corner, it yeah. was, you know, it was happening right then. And I thought that was cool because you just want to get started somewhere. Right. And mm-hmm. so then, um, and then and then you were like okay now what I'm like now you do the next thing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it was it was and, yeah, and so yeah. like on one hand like if you just look at that assignment it's so easy mm-hmm. but on another hand when you're not used to honoring yourself and you're not Stuttering used yourself. to giving yourself jo- joy yeah. and you're not used to putting your passions and your joy first yes the assignment can be like excruciatingly difficult. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. There's yes. Cause there's people that they don't have any passions besides their normal daily routine. Like I was telling Michelle that that's amazing that she's an artist and she's working at that full time, you know, mm-hmm. it's a blessing, but you have people that go to work, come home, go to work, come home. And some are okay with that, but some of them are desiring something else deeper, you know, and they're, they're in search of trying to find what that passion is. You know, I know someone who's retired and they're dibbling and dabbling, you know, trying to discover themselves. Mm -hmm. And some people do and some people don't. And I was at the point where I didn't really, you know, only had a few things that I like and, and that was about it. So dealing with Debbie it opened me up to to in a in a sense date myself and learn about you know what I like yeah and yeah can can I tell you a funny story about about the um universal soul circus yes (laughs) right so I finally went and I there was this young lady uh off of waters her family owned a um nail salon and I I I believe she was Vietnamese. So she was doing my nails. And um, so I was telling her about, um, you know, about the the circus. And she's like, oh, man, I would love to go there. And, and I would love to invite my friends to go. So I decided, I said, okay. So we all was going to go. And 
she never told me what her second job was. She kept inviting me, like, you need to come to my second job. I was oh, let me know where, let me know where. And she never got around to tell me where her second job was. So we went, so I went to her house and she lived just around the corner off of Waters and I lived in Pines and Bush, where me and Debbie lived, Pines and Bush, and in Tampa, Florida. So I went to her house off of Waters, beautiful gated community, and went in there and some of her coworkers were there. So while we were waiting for her to get dressed and everything, so people came up to me introducing themselves and blah, blah, blah. And so one guy came up to me and said, I, you know, I forgot what his name is, but he told me who he was and he was a floor manager. And I said, floor manager? Oh, okay. I said, where do you guys work? You're, you're, you're hold on to your seats, Debbie and Michelle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They said, we work at the dollhouse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the dollhouse. Okay. So they they were dancers, uh-huh. high class, high class dancers, yeah, strippers, uh-huh. and it uh-huh. was so funny. And so it was about probably about four of them, and two floor managers. And so we went to the circus. So I was the only black girl. The rest of the rest of them were white and one Vietnamese girl. They were amazed at the circus. They couldn't, they were wild. And one of the floor managers kept calling all his friends, dude, dude, you're not going to believe where I'm at, dude. And like, man, where are you at? I'm at that circus, man. It is amazing. So I hung out with them. And then we went to South Tampa and hung out a couple of places and a couple of the, uh, what do you call them? The hockey players was hanging out with us. But mm-hmm. that was so funny. I'm like, wow, I hung out with strippers <laughs> but yeah that was that and that you started that you know you 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 had um catapulted a lot of things in my life so I I appreciate you for that and that was a blessing having you as a neighbor you know to encourage me to how the saying now that the young people are saying to live your best life you know yeah yeah well you know for me I like sometimes I take this for granted like I think everybody thinks like I do and clearly they don't um like for me you know how let me see when I when I when I see somebody do something that lights Mm. them up I can't and the thought of that thing not being yes. expressed mm-hmm. like like I, I you know everybody's got their own little way of perceiving the world that's different mm-hmm. than other people and like there are some people who can look at like old houses and go oh my gosh I know exactly what to yes. make that beautiful you show me an old house and I'll be like, oh, just give me a new one. Uh, yeah. like, 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 <laughs> you know, and so I think that we all have that that way of looking at the world and seeing what can be mm-hmm. amazing, not what can be improved, like, oh, we need to go to the projects and mm-hmm. make things better. But like, because I think a lot of people approach the word improvement mm. that way. I mean, like, I'm going to be spiritual here right now. I feel like there's like a seed of God in every Mm -hmm. single person. And if you want to be more neutral or atheist about Mm -hmm. it, I'm okay Mm -hmm. with that too. Like, like if somebody, like, I just believe that there's like a seed Mm -hmm. of life and that, and that for you, like, I wouldn't tell Michelle, you need to go out and sing because I've never seen her Mm -hmm. light up Mm -hmm. around that. But when she talks about art, and especially if she starts talking about like um, burning metal mm. and melting it, <laughs> like, like she, look at her, look at like, right, like we're, we're not even face to face. We're just vocal right now. Like, like yeah. and you could hear it in her voice. Like I've, t- I've yeah. actually tickled her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and and to me, like every household, every school, every psychologist's office 
should function on mm, this premise. Mm-hmm. And that if we did, we wouldn't let each other settle mm-hmm, for less. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it would just reorganize the world, which is, to me, joy-based yes. living. Mm-hmm. And, and as you can see, it's not no. hard. It, but it takes willingness to stand for yourself. It, it takes willingness to honor yourself. But you're not just honoring yourself. I'm on a soapbox. Um, you're not just honoring yourself. You're honoring the world. Like you made Aww. us cry. Right. You know, and then I remember, I don't remember the situation, Cam, mm-hmm. and maybe you do. And if you do, I don't I don't even know okay. I want you to say it. But I, I don't I don't remember what it was, but I remember I must have done something mm-hmm. for you. And you because we would always do things for each other. And I think I think you were feeling like really like you owe me and you didn't know what to do. Like there that I think that feeling happened a lot between mm-hmm. us. Like there was there was an overwhelming mm-hmm. gratitude and you didn't know what to do mm-hmm. back for me. And 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 because <laughs> it must have been that because I said to you, Okay, I'll make you a deal that for the rest of mm-hmm. your life mm-hmm. <laughs> that that if I ask you to show up mm-hmm. somewhere and sing, mm-hmm. that you'll do it. Mm-hmm. At, and you said yeah. yes. <laughs> you said yes, and I was like, I felt like I had a magic stick, like like a magic power stick or something. But I mean, for you to even say yeah. yes to that is is like that's the kind of relationships. That's the kind. That's the quality of mm-hmm. relationship that I would love for everybody in the world to be able mm-hmm. to experience mm-hmm. like there's so much trust and honoring mm-hmm. inside of that because you knew I would never no, try to take exactly. advantage of you and you- right and so the, it was and you knew that I would just only want to honor you and or light somebody's mm-hmm. life up mm-hmm. with your voice mm-hmm. you know what I mean and, and that's not how I got yeah. on the show today. Just so yeah. listeners know, I did yeah. ask her if she wanted to come and she was all Because you've done so much for me. So, you know, that that was like, okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then, and I do, I do want the audience to know as well that from there, that you started singing more around clubs, you got paid. And one time, can, okay, I'll share What's an that? embarrassing Which story. One? Which one? No. You, you were so... <laughs> Which you one? Were so so oh, yes. mean to me. Um, yes. No, no, yes. no. So, 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 so. I okay. So one of the times that you were you were you would sing in all these like different yeah. black clubs. So I would be like the only yeah. white person yeah. walking in, and and uh, which was very strange <laughs> for some reason. Like, like I, I just these are places that I would in in the past mm-hmm. I would just drive by. You know, like, and I wouldn't think twice. I wouldn't think. I, I wouldn't yeah. think one way or another. I would well. just drive by it, right? And so you were singing at, you invited me to come to you when you were House singing at Soul, this. And it was an ex-football player, uh, barbecue. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. It was a barbecue place. Yeah. It was Off a barbecue. Oh, fine. Yeah. You remember. Of course. You remember. Was, then you can every, tell the rest of the story. Everybody you was crying, okay? Michelle, what happened, um, I was singing one of, the Pussycat Dolls song, Don't You Wish Your Girlfriend Was Hot Like Me. <laughs> okay. So everybody, you know, everybody's into it. And Debbie and her friend walks in. Mm-hmm. And I called her up to sing it with me. And I, yeah, no, but, no, no. She called me up and then she yes, put the microphone yeah. in my face. <laughs> And the audio, and I don't know if how much you knew of the song. Okay, no, I didn't. So I was trying to, you know, I was mimicking you because you you kept you could you could take a five a, you could take a three mm-hmm. second song and turn it into three hours like like you like like you will just take yeah. one step really really yeah so, yeah mm-hmm. so yeah so you were like you had been singing it and the whole the whole crowd yeah. was like with you. And then when you stuck the microphone in front of my face and I had to say, like, I, like yeah. where was I going to go? Like, so everybody's staring at yeah. me. All these black people are staring yeah. at this white lady and, I ha- and I'm standing up there going, don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? I wanted to <laughs> oh. crawl. <under> the <laughs> audience screamed. Like, 
they were laughing so hard. People were crying that they were laughing so hard. Because she, she, I can she see was it. so committed to it. <laughs> she went in without any fear. And it was so we loved it. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, we had a wonderful time. And and that particular gentleman moved to um Charleston, West Virginia, and he has an awesome, beautiful barbecue place um there in Charleston called Them Two Brothers. And um I just saw a post on um, Instagram where he's feeding um, the men and women um, healthcare workers and um, oh, sending awesome. them um, food over there and stuff and he flew me to Charleston West Virginia to sing for his wife for her birthday Adrian oh. right yeah but yeah that's that's a that I mean to have that whole audience like at one accord everybody be on the same page and laughing and laughing oh with God. her. And she was so Oh, pure. please, give no, me a break. No, oh, give no. me a break. <laughs> Amazing. And I, yeah, and I, and I yeah. search for those magical moments when I'm performing. So to, to, to do that verse over and over and over again, look what happened. It was a magical moment, you know, for us, the lab. It was oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It was so funny. It was unforgettable. Unforgettable. And so, you know, like, this is why I wanted you on the podcast tonight, Pam, is because, like, you are so magical that way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know, we, we, we have a saying at Joy Base Living that love is our superpower and meaningful conversations are our world. I like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And and a few weeks ago, uh, a couple weeks ago now, we had on our podcast, our first guest, um, oh, you're our second woo-hoo. guest, Cam. It's yeah. very exciting. Um, our first guest was a woman from South Korea who's an author. And she was like, oh, my. It was so we, we she's like, you guys are into yeah. meaningful conversations. And she started she started falling in mm. love with us through our desire and our love of having rich yeah. conversations yeah. like this and and it, it was it was almost shocking to me because in a way the following that we have is like a little bit of a mm. cult following because a lot of people are so addicted to like I just want five bullet points just mm-hmm. get to the point do it was it was it was it three minutes or less people are gonna mm. get bored and I was like Michelle we just have to be ourselves Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and when we would start getting to like we would be like we would tell each other well oh we'll just do a 15 minute Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) and then literally like like 50 minutes Mm. later we we have we had more energy than when Mm -hmm. we started Mm -hmm. and this was right when corona was starting so the whole world was kind of like on like the floor the floors were moving of Mm -hmm. all of our lives and and it was exhausting on a lot of levels and we would get to the end of these things and we would have serendipities we would Mm -hmm. have more energy we would have more presence and those are signs that like we're Mm -hmm. right on yeah and so then for this woman from south korea who by the way wrote a book called this is your quest and it's about discovering Mm -hmm. your happiness that she became somebody very quickly who Mm -hmm. I admired that it, that I just felt like we were all, we were beaming out such a clear signal that the right people who are our Mm. people were like, were able to find Mm -hmm. us. And, and Cam, you like, when I think about the ideas of honor and commitment and mm-hmm. loyalty, like you, you live that and you don't just live that, but you're also like, we also talk about spirituality. Mm-hmm. We talk about trauma mm-hmm. and, and we talk about peak performance and you're not afraid of any of those mm-hmm. topics. Mm-hmm. 
and and a lot of people are they don't want to touch spirituality or they don't want to touch trauma or they don't want to touch the passions that they've you know regretted ignoring or whatever you know and and so um i feel like what's happening in this conversation is as we're kind of reliving some of our memories cam is that that whoever's listening is getting to experience this is what a a high quality relationship and interaction Mm. looks like and if if you who's listening already know this then we want to encourage you to keep finding more of those people and more of those Mm. moments (laughs) and if you're somebody who's feeling alone we want you to know that there are people in this world who really want relationships that are this rich and we don't want you to settle. Right. We want you to have this magic. We want you to have this joy because when joy meets joy, it exactly. multiplies. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like one plus one doesn't equal two, it equals 11 <laughs> and it's exponential. And the more you do it, the more the whole yeah. world wins. I yep. Like that. yep. Wow. Isn't that, isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. And so I feel, I feel like at this moment, like complete with like asking you questions and stuff. And I feel like, thank you, Michelle, for holding such a great space for mm-hmm. us to just like have a little memory mm-hmm. party here. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, it's oh, beautiful right. listening. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to know if you have any, like any thoughts for Cam or questions for Cam that, that you would like, or that you think that the audience might like? Um, I wrote down, so you, you answered um, what the universal soul was. Mm-hmm. So that was really awesome. Um, I, I have two yeah. questions at the very beginning. You mentioned that your friend got you to sing your first solo song at your yeah. church in California. Yes, her name was Carolyn Ratcliffe. Mm-hmm. Carolyn Ratcliffe. So what was that song? Um, gosh, I was wondering when you were asking me. Um, JB was his name. Um, I don't remember. Um, That's okay. What's the... JB. Oh, gosh. And it was... <clears throat> think it was kind of like it was because the church I went to is the church and God of Christ and the song she had me sing was a contemporary Christian song so um wow I'm I'm gonna have to go back and you know um go back in the notes after their (laughs) um the podcast, you know how you have little notes and stuff and put that in. Because right mm-hmm. off the top of my yeah. head, I can't remember mm-hmm. it. Um, but um, I remember, I just remember standing up there singing and how scared I was. And um, But yeah, I can't remember. And I know another one was um, Tremaine Hawkins. Um, and um, I can't remember that <laughs> Tr- tr- <laughs> did you say Tremaine Hawkins? Tremaine Hawkins. Her, her famous um her famous brother uh Walter Hawkins and they were famous gospel singers and um JP I can't I'm gonna have to call her. I'm gonna have to call her and ask her what song it was because I don't so remember Trem Tremaine Hawkins mm-hmm. she's a- has a couple of songs. Yes. Um I- I'm stronger. No, no. I was just saying her brother is called um, Walter Hawkins, and I sung one of Tremaine Hawkins' songs, and I can't, I can't remember what that song is right off. Okay. Going back well, if you do, if you do remember, if yeah. you do remember later on, I sure let us will, know. I was yeah. fifteen. Yeah, I think I was fifteen. Yeah. Wow. When I did that. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was a different type of song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, That's a great question, Shell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at fifteen, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, I couldn't yeah. imagine singing. Yeah. That's amazing, Cam. Yeah, yeah, she was very encouraging. Very encouraging. Yeah, yeah. Really awesome. yeah. Nice. sounds like absolutely. Um, 
And then I just have one after that you had talked about you know, like when you and Debbie started mm-hmm. working together and Debbie asked you those mm-hmm. twenty questions, which that's kind that's kinda how I became really? an artist. Wow. It is Debbie and I met on that same platform. She was out, you know, doing her talks and I think it was at mm. Barnes and Noble. And um and so yeah, I was my my girlfriend, uh, Nikki Johnson, was like, Hey, do you wanna you wanna go to this class? And I was like, Okay, sure and then, you know, twenty plus wow. years later we're here on the podcast. You know what I mean? And I'm doing what I told Isn't Debbie I wanted something? to do. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> I didn't know. What? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but the, the, the quote that, that I just love, you said that, you know, um, and I, I got part of it, but what, what I wrote down was date myself and discover mm, what I mm-hmm, want. Mm-hmm. So that was just so beautiful, <laughs> oh, Cam. Yeah. Just you know the the concept of dating yourself, of getting that time, taking that time out to get to know who you are and what you truly want is is something that I don't think a lot yeah, of people do. You're not really taught that in everyday like who are you? Uh, you're mainly yeah. taught how to fit into society. And right. If, you know, if you don't fit in this way, that way, you're you're not successful or whatever. Versus finding out what you like and what what makes you um happy yeah like yeah 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 happy mm-hmm. unique yes. fulfilled and and yeah. I, through that i was able to go on a couple of vacations by myself yeah. i Yay. was able, able to do that you know because um Right, well, I did that right before I had met Debbie, because um, mm-hmm. one of them, you know, we were talking about getting um, something about Earth, Wind, and Fire, and so I wanted to um, go to Aruba to this um, Sinbad Funk Festival, where they have all these groups from the seventies and eighties, and I went none of my friends was able to go and I'm like this is a trip of a lifetime do I just stay behind because no one else can go so I decided to go ahead and go by myself and when I got into my beautiful mm-hmm. hotel room looking over the, the the beach and the ocean that I was like what am I gonna do here five days by myself I don't know anyone so I was going to throw myself on the bed and have a pity party. And I'm like, wait a minute, I spent too much money just loose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I took a shower and, and I went out and that's when I start meeting people. I was there five days and maybe out of those five days, I might have eaten by myself maybe three times. Wow. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And then um, definitely after talking to her and everything um you know if, if i'm able to if i have somewhere i want to go and travel i you know i'll go you know so yeah that's that's i i'm i'm thrown back i didn't know that you had been to one of her barnes and noble what is it was it the one i think that's the only one you were at debbie no man yeah. i was at carolwood i was at, I at know, st pete i was at I was what? at Clearwater. I was at Porter. Wow. That was like Did you ever do the one in um, South Del Mabry? Uh-uh. Yeah, a bunch. The, yeah, that's oh, where we met. Because I was thinking you might have been to the one in Carrollwood. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, it's amazing. And I remember there for a while, and Debbie, correct me if I'm wrong, but... I thought that you did like sometimes Borders, sometimes Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes I would go to the wrong one to meet yeah. <laughs> and be like, wait, I thought we were at Barnes and Noble. No, we're at Borders. Yeah. 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 It was crazy. It was amazing. Oh my gosh. That was amazing. So we're going to come, okay. we're going to wrap up in a minute. So, so Cam, I don't know if you're doing this or if you're open to doing this, but now since the Corona and and now like everybody's online and I'm wondering if, if anybody's listening, if they would want Mm -hmm. to hire you 
to sing for them or somebody yeah. that they love for their birthday or whatever would you be available because I, I don't I don't know like exactly what you would be doing now because you yeah. can't go to the bars and stuff would you would you yeah. be open yeah, to sing okay yeah okay and so then um where can people um, find you facebook and my name is spelled k-a-m and my last name is showers like the rain showers s-h-o-w-e-r-s um you can do a search there on facebook and my um instagram is showers s-h-o-w-e-r-s and then cam k-a-m and you can reach out to me through there mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome and and um cam i would like to give you the baton for what would if you could have mm-hmm. our audience answer any question in our comment section or as a as an audio yes. at, at the podcast um, what would you love for our audience members to answer? What What's the question you would like to leave them with wow. today? Wow, one of my questions that I would like to leave is what I don't know how to put this, but what is your journey with yourself? Like, like how Michelle was saying that I had said dating yourself. How do you get to know yourself? What is your journey with yourself? How do you get Mm -hmm. to know yourself? Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 That's one of the main questions you know, how we got started. You know? Mm-hmm. Wow. What is your journey with yourself and how do you get to know yourself? Well, um, Michelle, do you feel complete? Because I feel like I want to take us to close if that's okay with you. I'm Yeah, I'm complete. I'm happy. Thank you. And, this can I say so one awesome. more thing? I'm happy yes. Michelle. I don't know what yeah. brought us to uh, <clears throat> to Bush Gardens, um, but we went to Bush Gardens and we were on roller, one of the roller yeah. coasters. You remember what happened on the roller coaster, Debbie? Okay. Oh, I don't at this moment, but you're going to refresh me, yeah. and I don't know yeah. if I'm going to like that. Or <laughs> like that. <laughs> As we were on the okay. roller coaster, I was singing Andra. <laughs> Oh yes, yes, <laughs> of course. Okay. Anyway, yes. yeah, that was so exhilarating and funny. Yeah, like when have you been on the roller coaster? You, you hear somebody sing an opera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not happening. Never had that happen before. <laughs> oh, Cam, life with you is an a musical adventure. You know, I keep thinking about one of Joanne's mm-hmm. quotes from her book. Where she says, and I'm going to say it wrong, but it, it she's quoting somebody else as saying, um, write the Ooh. book you've always wanted to read. Yes. Well, I feel like my life is create the community mm. you want mm-hmm. to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Create the community you want for yes. you. Mm-hmm. And I feel feel like right now in this moment having both Mm -hmm. of you on the line together with me like I feel like I have been so lucky that I have Mm. made that dream come true yes and you are such a both of you such a big part of my dream for a for a community that functions on joy and magic and love and full expression Mm -hmm. thank you Oh, oh my beautiful. gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yay. Good stuff. Okay, I'm taking us out before okay. I use my Kleenex again. 
My name is Debbie Happy Cohen. I'm the founder of joybaseliving.com. You can see why from this whole episode. And um, we had a guest on our show today whose name is Cam Shower. She is an amazing singer. Get in touch with her at Facebook and at um, Instagram. I am co-hosted by the wonderful human being and artist yes. Michelle Stone. You can find <laughs> um, you can find all of the podcasts uh, from me and Michelle within our mm-hmm. blog posts at joybaseliving.com. Tonight I'll be posting for Cam and mm-hmm. including her mom and including photos and everything mm-hmm. of her mom. Uh, we've hit the one hour mark, so I don't know if we're actually recording right now. So I am going to say goodbye and I love, love you too. both. Thank and you good so night. much, ladies. All right. You're welcome. You're welcome. Bye. All right. Bye.